Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, breaking news. The U.S. military carries out airstrikes in Syria. Warplanes targeting a weapons storage site used by Iranian-backed groups after attacks on American service members in the Middle East. The new details, here are tonight's headlines. The Pentagon strikes back after U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria come under attack more than 40 times. And what we're learning tonight about a $30 million American Reaper drone shot down off the coast of Yemen. Plus, growing calls for a pause in Gaza as the Israeli army claims control of northern Gaza from Hamas, blowing up more than 100 terrorist tunnels. America decided major wins for Democrats in Kentucky, Virginia, and Ohio. Abortion rights a key issue driving voters to the polls. So what could it mean for the presidential election in 2024? A marathon day of testimony for Ivanka Trump as she's grilled about the Trump Organization's business practices, which a judge calls fraud. Breaking news, a brothel bust. What the Justice Department calls a high-end network, serving elected officials, military officers, and tech executives. Pick a profession, they're probably represented in this case. The fiery explosion at a chemical plant forcing neighbors to shelter in place. We employ almost 40 people, and what we're grateful for is that every one of those people are going to be home eating dinner with their family tonight. We are behind the scenes at the Panda Habitat at Smithsonian's National Zoo in Washington, where we are getting a sneak peek at what they're packing up for the pandas. Plenty of bamboo and some fruits and vegetables for the panda's big return to China. The end of an era, the Panda Express takes off from Washington. Why the National Zoo pandas are heading back to China. And profiles in service. A story of perseverance and a Marine veteran who proves it's never too late to chase your dreams. I don't think the wow factor ever has really faded. Every moment, you know, gives me a little bit of chills. 
evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. And we begin tonight with breaking news because we are just learning from the Pentagon about airstrikes in eastern Syria and the target, a weapons storage facility linked to Iran and Iranian-backed groups. The Secretary of Defense revealing that the U.S. military is responding to more than 40 attacks on U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria. These attacks have left dozens of our soldiers and troops with traumatic brain injuries. Let's get straight to the breaking news with CBS's Weijia Jiang at the White House. Good evening, Good evening Weijia. So what are you learning? Good evening to you, Nora. Tonight, at the direction of President Biden, two F-15 fighter jets launched airstrikes in eastern Syria at that weapons facility that is used by Iran's Revolutionary Guard and proxy forces that are backed by Iran. They were in response to attacks by those groups on U.S. troops in both Syria and Iraq, over 40 in the last three weeks alone that have injured nearly 50 American service members. And just today, U.S. troops were attacked again in Syria. And in another sign of the increased tensions in the region, an American Reaper drone costing about $30 million was shot down in the Red Sea by the Iranian-backed Houthi rebels. They had fired missiles last month toward Israel, which were shot down by a U.S. naval ship. President Biden has repeatedly warned Iran, a longtime adversary, of Israel against getting involved in the war in the Middle East. Nora? And they are sending a message tonight, no doubt. Weijia Jiang, thank you. Turning now to the war between Israel and Hamas amid heavy airstrikes on Gaza, the Israeli army claims to have destroyed some 130 Hamas tunnels since the beginning of its ground operations. Now, this is more than 80 trucks carrying aid have entered Gaza in the past 24 hours, as there is still this push for a humanitarian pause. CBS's Charlie Daggett reports from Tel Aviv tonight that there's a deal, or that there was a deal, I should say, to release some of the hostages, and it fell apart at the last minute. While more global leaders may be joining the U.S. in calling for a humanitarian pause here. In the skies above Gaza and the streets below, there is no hint of a letup. The Israel Defense Forces released new videos said to show troops blowing up tunnels on the coastline of Gaza, even finding and destroying a tunnel shaft in an amusement park. Israel's defense minister said the IDF had reached the heart of Gaza City itself, and they're tightening the noose. Hamas militants released this video today, said to show fighters scrambling through bombed-out buildings, fighting house-to-house, -house, and attacking Israeli tanks. The violent clashes have sent tens of thousands of residents streaming from the north. But even the South provides no sanctuary. Ooh. Hospitals in the main southern city of Khan Yunus are overflowing with bomb victims. Each life lost adds to the international condemnation for the war in Gaza. CBS News has learned that before Israel's ground invasion, diplomats were on the cusp of a deal to get roughly 50 hostages out in exchange for a pause in bombing and delivery of aid. But the deal fell apart. The hunt for hostages remains a top priority, says Mossad's former director of intelligence, Zohar Palti. But right now, in the tunnels of the Hamas, in the dark, there are some children three, five, six years old as hostages without the parents. Guys, 
That's what the IDF, that's why he's in Gaza right now. Tonight, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu reiterated that there will not be a ceasefire without the release of hostages. Nora? Still that focus on the hostages. Charlie Daggett, thank you so much. Well, tonight, Republican candidates are squaring off in the GOP's third debate, and it comes after what the party's own strategists say was a major defeat at the polls last night. There was one key issue that dominated abortion. CBS's Jerika Duncan is on the ground in Ohio, where voters overwhelmingly approved a constitutional amendment protecting reproductive rights. Abortion rights supporters are still celebrating. After voters passed a state constitutional amendment enshrining a woman's right to an abortion in Ohio, setting up a key issue ahead of the 2024 presidential election. The voters said, look, the government should not be telling a woman what to do with her body. We have always known that this was a national campaign because what happens in Ohio was going to immediately become the, the flashpoint for why people were talking about issues in other states. In Kentucky, where Republicans control the state legislature, incumbent Democratic Governor Andy Bashir defeated Republican Attorney General Daniel Cameron. Well, that didn't turn out exactly how I wanted it to. Cameron said he would amend the state's total abortion ban if elected to allow for exceptions in cases of rape or incest, but, quote, only if the court made us change the law. In Virginia, Democrats who campaigned on abortion rights took control of the state legislature there. Today, the state's Republican governor, Glenn Youngkin, spoke on the issue. This is a very difficult topic across Virginia and across the nation. Over 20 states either ban or restrict abortion access. But since 2022, abortion rights supporters have prevailed in seven out of seven states where the issue has been on the ballot including in Ohio last night. I think our country is just getting harder and more selfish. Um, and the unborn child is the one that's paying the price. National Right to Life President Carol Tobias says they will continue to fight. There are 11 states right now, as you know, that are considering abortion on the ballot next year. What is your strategy? We have to find different and better ways to, to reach out and get people to understand that uh, killing the unborn child is not going to solve uh, problems. And abortion opponents say one of those key strategies is raising more money. They acknowledge that they were not only outspent here in Ohio, Nora, but in other places where they lost. Fascinating evening, Drika Duncan. Thank you. Well, in New York City, Ivanka Trump spent much of the day testifying, not as a defendant, but as the state's final witness at her family's civil fraud trial. The judge has already ruled that the Trump organization committed fraud for years. This trial will determine how much the former president and his sons will pay for that fraud and whether they can continue to do business in New York. CBS's Scott McFarlane is at the courthouse. How you doing, Ivanka? Ivanka Trump strode confidently into the courtroom this morning in New York, but once on the stand, Ivanka, a former executive vice president in the Trump organization, had trouble recounting many key details. Answering, I don't recall, dozens of times, Ivanka explained she had no knowledge of her father's financial statements, as she did in a I've deposition last I've summer. I've never prepared one. I, I don't know. I've never made one. I'm not an accountant. The attorney general's office says she was an active liaison with lenders during a time when the Trump organization landed sweetheart loans by lying about the former president's wealth. 
Emails revealed in court showed her involvement on the financing for the Doral Golf Club in Florida in 2011. She was copied on a submission to Deutsche Bank of her father's statement of financial conditions, which portrayed his net worth as $3 billion higher than it actually was. That resulted in a deal with much better loan rates than had been previously offered. She then wrote to her fellow executives, it doesn't get better than this. Ivanka said she didn't remember sending the email, but state lawyer Lewis Solomon said it was clear she was negotiating the deal from top to bottom. The case has also focused attention on Ivanka's negotiation of the 2011 lease of the old post office building in Washington, which Donald Trump turned into the Trump Hotel and then sold in 2022 for $139 million. Ivanka and brothers Eric and Don Jr. each reaped $4 million. New York Attorney General Letitia James said Ivanka will not be able to hide from the truth. At the end of the day, uh, this case is about fraudulent statements of financial condition that she benefited from. She was enriched. And clearly, you cannot distance yourself from that fact. Sitting in the courtroom, the tone and tenor was so different than when Donald Trump testified and had flashes of anger. Ivanka spoke so softly and quietly, the judge frequently urged her to speak louder and into the microphone. And Nora, whereas Trump had seething efforts towards the judge, Ivanka Trump smiled at the judge and laughed at some of his jokes. Scott McFarlane, thank you. House Republicans escalated their impeachment inquiry into President Biden today, issuing subpoenas for testimony from the president's son, Hunter, and his brother, James, and also demanding written interviews from other associates and family members. The House Oversight Committee claims there's evidence that the Biden family members set up shell companies to hide money from overseas, adding that Biden, his family and associates allegedly received more than $24 million from foreign nationals and companies. We have not yet been able to confirm that. An attorney for Hunter Biden calls the subpoenas a political stunt and the Republicans claims discredited conspiracies. A head-on crash today in South Texas left eight people dead. Officials say police were chasing a suspected human smuggler when the driver crashed into an SUV, killing two people from Georgia. The 21-year-old driver and five passengers were killed. Officials have confirmed that several of those killed were from Honduras. An explosion and massive fire at an East Texas chemical plant prompted a shelter-in-place order today as thick, thick plumes of black smoke rose in the air. One worker was left with minor burns. Emergency officials say the company makes solvents for glue and paint remover. A nearby school was evacuated. Air quality in the area is being tested. Now to the end of an era here in Washington, hundreds of people gathered at the Smithsonian's National Zoo today to say goodbye to the beloved giant pandas who are heading home to China. CBS's Adriana Diaz was there and reports the departure brings us closer to the end of more than a half a century of so-called panda diplomacy. These might be the heaviest hitters here in Washington. Did you see pandas? Yes. Drawing swarms to the National Zoo to see its last three pandas for the last time. Brandy Smith is the zoo's director. They are just joy. People watch them. They're happy. They smile. And I think joy is in short supply these days. Look at how cute. Under the zoo's contract with China, all bears go back. The building is just going to be quiet and that's going to be hard. An empty nest. Empty nest. Good boy. Leaving zookeepers who've been with some since birth, 
bracing. I'm trying not to think about the end. <laughs> the zoo's first pandas arrived in 1972. I think pandemonium is going to break out right here at the zoo. After President Nixon and the First Lady's historic visit to the then closed off China. <laughs> Americans love only grew with the panda cam. Bao Bao's first snow day got over six million views. They were hooked on Bebe's famous but shaky love of heights. Before the birth of Xiao Qiji, which means little miracle. Today, he and his parents headed home with bamboo snacks for the plane. And their caregivers' long faces say it all. Analysts point to poor U.S.-China relations for the panda drawdown. But the zoo's director is hopeful. I cannot imagine Washington, D.C. without giant pandas, and I will do everything I can to bring them back. Not all is lost. Zoo Atlanta still has a pair of pandas, though they're expected to go back to China early next year. Panda fans are now watching a meeting between President Biden and Chinese President Xi Jinping next week in San Francisco, hoping that a diplomatic breakthrough could increase chances for future pandas coming to America. Nora. Yes. Fingers crossed for that, right, Adriana? Fingers crossed. Need those pandas. Definitely. Thank you. And there's big news tonight about a newly approved weight loss drug. What you need to know next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Federal investigators say they busted a network of brothels in Massachusetts and Virginia that catered to well-connected clients, including elected officials and military officers. Authorities say potentially hundreds of people, including doctors, lawyers and pharmaceutical executives, paid up to $600 an hour in cash for sex, primarily with Asian women. Three people accused of operating the ring are in custody. Well, in tonight's Health Watch, the FDA approves a new drug in the battle against obesity. A new version of the diabetes drug, Manjaro, will now be marketed as ZepBound. It's for chronic weight management. In trials, people who took the highest dose lost on average 48 pounds. The price of the weekly shot is over $1,000 a month. Drug maker Eli Lilly says the cost will likely be lower if patients have insurance. All right, we're going to introduce you now to a college football player in his 30s 
who's living proof of never giving up on your dreams. That's next. Now to a story of perseverance against all odds. In our series, Profiles in Service, we introduce you to one man who got to live out two of his dreams, a Marine veteran coming off the sidelines. Kickers aren't supposed to make tackles. And taken down by Ganyard near the 40-yard line. And Matt Ganyard isn't supposed to be a football player. Body's not responding the same way at 34 that did at 18. But the father of two and former soccer star is making a play after 16 years on the sidelines. My dad and brother looked at me and said, you've got a big leg for a soccer player. Have you ever thought about kicking? How, how far could you kick it? So I took a ball out and kicked for the first time. It was absolutely terrible. That could have been it, but it kind of gave me a little bit of an itch to scratch and really go after learning this new craft. Ganyard's football career took a timeout while he spent 10 years flying Cobra helicopters in the Marine Corps. In my mind, I, I was going to be a jet pilot like my dad. His father spent nearly three decades in the Marines, but the road for Ganyard had a few speed bumps. I got to flight school and, you know, I had some initial issues with air sickness. I remember being, you know, in tears talking to my dad and thinking this dream was going to fall apart before it ever really started. He persevered and his dream took off, making way for the dream he's now living out on the field. Ganyard's service paused his NCAA eligibility, giving him this final chance. I don't think the wow factor ever, ever has really faded in stepping onto the field, whether just coming out of the tunnel for uh, warm-ups or stepping onto the field for a kickoff. Every moment, you know, gives me a little bit of chills, uh, but at the same time, you kind of have to compartmentalize and focus on the job at hand, and that's kicking off and putting the ball in the right position. Matt graduates with his MBA in May, meaning has only three more games as UVA's place kicker, but he is still living out his dreams. Good reminder for all of us. Diamonds are forever, and we'll show you one in a class of its own. That's next. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. 
Finally tonight, a record-setting piece of jewelry sold at Christie's Auction House in Geneva. Take a look at this. One lucky collector is the new owner of this ring, known as the Blue Royale, featuring a rare pear-shaped blue diamond. At 17.61 carats, it was the star item up for bid at Christie's Magnificent Jewels Auction that included pearls worn by Audrey Hepburn and a self-engraved watch once owned by Marlon Brando. This spectacular gem sold for $44 million making it one of the top 10 most expensive diamonds ever sold. Well, that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.